broken room My head up in the clouds But when I look back now Ain't nothing else I would do When I spent the summer on you Our troubles all on the rocks Our troubles all on the rocks Filling our plastic cups Okay, so uh, We live Oh, that's uh, what uh, Sykes is telling me. Um, this is the Freak Beats crew again. Um, and we have come to the the end of the year. Uh, everybody's preparing for Christmas. Uh, yeah. Bank presents, but uh, we are hard at work at the Freak Beats uh, HQ. It's, I don't know where it's located. Um, we're looking back to see what excited us throughout the year. What were the highlights? Uh, what are we looking forward to in 2017? Uh, hence, uh, all of us, we've been opening up uh, previous pictures from uh, clubs or festivals, uh, watching videos. It's been a good year. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we were listening to MP3s, mixes, uh, whatever we bought, YouTube and everything. And here we are with uh, live with... Uh, who do we have? Psyche's over here from North America, coming in from uh, snowy Toronto. How cold is it there, man? Oh, it's like minus 10. We just got hit with a bunch of snow this week. Tactic. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. And uh, who else do we have online? Hi, this is Majuli from India. It's pretty warm in here. So. <laughs> uh, who, who's that? Introduce yourself, stranger. <laughs> My name is Majuli from India. It's pretty warm. Excellent. Uh, you, you probably... Yeah. You probably know Majul, uh, he's been a sound engineer uh, for the past uh, few podcasts, you probably have heard that the quality is uh, way better. Um, and uh, so we're here, as I said, to do our uh, annual Best of 2016 review, and we're going to start uh, with the first category, but before that, I just want to uh, do a disclaimer. Uh, this is, I'm not paid up uh, by Eric Breeds or Private oh, Recordings, not at all. Oh, just shut up and let's do the categories, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to understand why I'm saying this. So, uh, uh, we're going to start with uh, the first category, which is Rookie of the Year. Um, yeah. And by that, we mean an artist that was popular uh, or had his debut album over the course of the year. My choice is Drumroll. Uh, I, okay. I don't know how you can put Kashmir as uh, Rookie of the Year, considering he was part of the Cataracts a couple years ago. Um, uh, you, you, you didn't let me... Uh, just oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, he started in 2014. Um, then he started playing out, bringing up tunes in 15, right? In 2016, he, he started going in major festivals. And I, uh, I was lucky catch him on uh, uh, Tomorrowland. I, I didn't know who he was, I must say the truth, right? I've heard of his name, but I didn't know who he was. And this guy just comes up and he was just smashed the whole place. He was tune after tune after tune. I was like, who is this guy? Uh, and, and he really, really worked the crowd. And you can see uh, how popular he became within the summer uh, to autumn by uh, his uh, when he was voted as best live act in the DJ Mac uh, um, Top 100 Awards, right? This guy is hot. Um, he's been consistently uh, bringing up excellent uh, music APs, uh, especially the last one, the line across the field. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, but this is my take. This is my rookie of the year. Um, I don't know if anybody has a comment on that. 
So you heard him before Cataracts. You heard of Kashmir before you heard him when he was in Cataracts, right? No, 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 no. So, so you heard uh, him when he was in Cataracts? No, oh, no oh, really. Okay. In 2015, couple of singles, but really the breakthrough was this this summer in, okay. in tomorrow. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, so I'll go next. My uh, Rookie of the Year is an artist who actually started this year. Um, and it has great promise for the future. Most of his stuff is remixes so far, but that's a great way to start. Making original songs better into your own type of style. Who's KD is my rookie of the year. He has done um, a magnificent job at creating something a little experimental and chaotic, and yet it carries a relentless melody that drives most of his songs. If you just cruise like um, through his SoundCloud from the start, you can see an evolution of an artist. He takes a piece of uh, work that he's done before, and uh, puts it into one of his newer tracks to make it something new and special. They're all connected in a weird line, and I think that's great. Um, also, like most of his songs are like not symmetrical. He has a different flavoring throughout the song. Uh, I look forward into more of his work. Some he hasn't come out with his live stuff or anything like that, but he's uh, some of his work that uh, sound out to me as uh, his remix of "Doing It Right" by Daft Punk. Um, his recent "Justice" remix, "We Are Friends." Those are two songs I would recommend to uh, people to listen to. I like, and also I like his art style as well. Being anonymous, making sure your brand is out there is an important. I think he's a like an interesting cat, and I think we'll be seeing more of his original work soon. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, he was introduced, uh, well, you introduced him to me, and um, he definitely sounds like an interesting character. Um, he, uh, he he does remixes, though, and I think we need to wait until we hear his original. Yeah, tune. like I said, I think that's a great way to start, though, coming out with remixes, just so, like, because no one's going to know most of his original work. They're going to, like, they may stumble upon a remix of a song that they may like from him. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, and what about you, Majuli? Yeah, I think uh, my rookie of the year, I think I agree with you, Kashmir, undoubtedly. Oh. The thing with <laughs> Kashmir, uh, you know, when he was a part of Catrex, I've heard Catrex too. But when he started the EVM industry in 2015, right, he was making the big room tracks, and you know, probably people would know it was coast producing some spinning artists and stuff and uh, it I thought that it would just end in there you know uh, I mean the big room songs they don't last you know they just are there for the festivals and then they go over now mm -hmm. now in 2016 what I've seen is the songs that he makes is amazing like you know he's getting in there like you if you can if you look at it from the EDM point of view as an artist he used to make big room and then he went a little soft with uh, you know Indian infused tropical house and plus he's bringing a whole new kind of music to EDM right if you see his uh, live acts and stuff the way he starts is pretty awesome and amazing right like for example, I, I agree with you I agree with you that the live shows especially uh, shows how he can work the crowd I mean Dimitri Vegas and I might have this charisma I would say Perhaps now they've become a little bit repetitive in 2016. Yeah. I think this guy is taking over. Uh, is he quiet going... on the live yeah. set though? He's pretty quiet on the is live he set. Quiet? Like he doesn't like no. try to hype the crowd up. Yeah, right? I mean, he just lets his music do the work for him. Yeah. Yes, because uh, you know he's on his own, so hmm. he can't. You know he doesn't have some somebody there to uh, to pick up the mic for him. But you know he pumps the the, the crowd up. You know he's talking a little bit on the mic but mm -hmm. he's mostly quiet 
But as you say, you can see he's moving around. He has a good show. I'm going to talk about the, his visuals when, uh, in a later category. So uh, definitely, uh, I agree. I agree with uh, Julian. Yeah, I, I remember the last sunburn last year. Uh, mm-hmm. He got his grandpa up in the States. And it was pretty oh. awesome, you know. <laughs> old man in the stage cool <laughs> people dancing exactly it's kind of weird but it's a nice thing at the same time yeah yeah um okay uh, i think that wraps it up um, so who what so cashmere winner of the rookie of the year on the freak beats no Cup. there's no <laughs> there's no winner there's no winner these are these are just i think we should uh, tell them. this is what we feel like yeah. uh, artists or acts that were worth it, okay? Mm-hmm. And especially, I'm going to mention this when we come to the ADM song of the year. Um, it doesn't mean best. I mean, what is best? You know, this is according to my likes. It doesn't mean anything. It's just what I feel is a recommendation and I feel this is worth listening to or checking him out. It doesn't mean anything more than that, at least to me. So this is no patronizing. This is just yeah. Music is one of the most personal things to a person, so it's hard to quantify everybody's taste, you know, and what Correct. is truly a winner in these categories. You know, it's all personal taste. Yeah, exactly. And the music is is back, isn't it, out there? So how can we say? I mean, have I listened to a, a two thousand albums this year? No. Um, so how can I say this is the best? Um, but that's that's another podcast altogether. But yeah, let's uh, move to on to the next category. The yes. So um, drum roll again. Best surprise of the year, artist or song. Uh, by this we mean somebody that, well, we knew of, but we didn't maybe. Expect yeah, we had that low expectations. Today. Yeah, very low yes, expectations, yes, and low then expectations. came out with the blaze. So I think it's for me it's uh, Tiesto who actually. Uh, um, dresses really? up as marshmallow. Oh, yeah. it's Tiesto, isn't it? Yeah. No? Surprise. It's Tiesto. It's it's marshmallow, but it's Tiesto, isn't it? No. Yeah. No, it's actually, to be yeah, it's a, you could have fooled me, man. Yeah. No, it's dot com actually. But let's just uh, stick to marshmallow. My choice is marshmallow. And mm. uh, I'll tell you why. I think this guy, when when he's out there playing, he's fun. Uh, he has a good fitting sound. He, he plays mostly kind of a trap uh, breakbeat sound. Mm. Uh, he brought uh, one of my favorite singles this year, Alone. Um, oh, and great song. I remember, yeah, I remember when I was in Ultra in Miami uh, this year. And I didn't see him because I, I wasn't much, uh, you know, uh, aware of him. And therefore, I could hear just different people just talking as I was chatting to them and saying, have you listened to Marshmallow? Have you seen Marshmallow? Mm-hmm. Marshmallow is this, Marshmallow is that. Well, who is this guy again? So for me, it was one of the discoveries of the year. And yeah. hence why I voted him for that. Um, how about you, Sarkis? Oh, yeah, I got to agree with you. I think the best surprise of the year was this dude in the white suit called Marshmallow. Man, I'm surprised we don't yeah. know who this artist is yet, quote unquote. You know, we do, well, we do. We do. well, yeah, yeah. Dead Mouse has to go say on Twitter uh, that he's .com. But whatever, that's besides the fact. Doesn't matter who he is. You know, it's a pleasant surprise yeah. when you listen to his music. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I wasn't as high on the album as probably you are, but I think that song alone is an amazing song. And like his remixes are very good too. Like it's very fun tunes, you know. Um, like Ritual, yeah. and I think he had a remix of an Adele song, Hello. They're all great, you know. I wasn't that high on yeah, his album, because yeah. I think it's, like most of those songs are iterative. Um, like, it's just, I guess it's just his style. But, um, 
Yeah, I, I like that alone song a lot. Yeah. What about you, Majuli? And uh, how about you, Majuli? Yeah, um, I, I don't have anything specific, but I agree with you guys. Marshmallow has been a quite a hit this year. I mean, I don't know how he got all that publicity, and you know, in fact, it even happened to me that you know people were telling me to listen to Marshmallow. So, yeah, it's kind of. Um, well, I mean, anybody who dresses up is is bound to create some hype, isn't it? Also, I think uh, the backing the of of uh, Skrillex's label is, has given him a good boost. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But um, true, true. for for the surprise, I think I, I would go with this too, guys. Tom Star and Ryder, the type of music that they make, Groove House. I thought it would kind of fade, but they they really surprised me the way they're going this year. They have a label called Sosumi. Where they release tracks for free, you know, um, good high quality tracks like good artists, and there's shitload of tracks that you know uh, you can enjoy or you know dance to more of the groove house. So I was really surprised, man. I hope they keep keep at it. Yep. Hmm. Yep. And, That's it. Uh, the next... And uh, is this a sound that we should be uh, kind yes, of I think wrapping it's... up the first part? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So uh, there's some. Uh, well, are they calling for adverts? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go to uh, yeah a short pause for a few seconds, and then we'll be back live for you guys. So uh, uh, tune in, stay here, don't go away. We'll be back. Let's go. So uh, on to the next category. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, back with uh, part two. Next category: psychic. Yeah. Man, um, this is a big category. EDM album of the year. You know, this is obviously a pretty self-explanatory category. What we think is the best album of the year, right? Easy. Um, for me, it's Alinium Ashes. Man, this thing is the thing of beauty. For a year of slower melody tempo year, this art artist nails the sound amazingly. I mean, this album has depth and great composition. You know, I didn't pick up on Alinium hype right off the bat, but once I heard this album, I was on that train. It's an album that feels complete and has, you can see that a lot of effort was put into it and thought and arrangement of each song from start to finish. You know, I hope he comes to Toronto so I can go see him live. Mul like this, multiple songs start off gentle but come up powerful towards the drop and really get your heart going. Uh, there's only one track that doesn't have vocals on it, but I think it's just a, a simple bonus track. Would would seem to be an almost perfect album. <clears throat> when I first heard this album, the song that stuck to me the most was Afterlife because it's kind of forms to what we know as uh, melody chill step EDM but then as you listen to this album which I did constantly at work I could feel the lyrics and melody in the song Sleepwalker and I think that is the standout single on the album I mean all the songs are great but um, that Sleepwalker song is just really good the strong synths and the, vo and the vocals make what Alinium has created a great work of art great work of art um, you know I hope to see him live and look forward to seeing him playing at uh, up, upcoming major festivals, you know, if not, hasn't been in any major festivals yet, because I think, I mean, you could call him a rookie for this year, but, um, you know, I think he's done really well for himself this year. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys listened to the album, but, um, yeah, I recommend so, it fully. So, I've, I've listened, I've listened to the album, I'm not 100% mm -hmm. fault on it, uh, I must say, it's... For some reason, I can't really put words to it. Oh, I know uh, the reason. Hold on, hold on. I know the reason. Yeah. I know the reason. What's if it? If it was Ashes, Eric Pritz, oh, we would love it. 
We would love it. Let's no, praise Eric Fritz. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that, that is not. That is not the reason. Um, the mm. reason is I, I'm not saying this is a badly produced album. No. Um, it, it just sounded a bit formulaic to me. Um, but it's his style. It, that's it why I think. Yeah. True. True. I mean, are you saying that you have memorable songs now as we speak? Uh, you, you can oh, definitely, the, if you uh, take a second list. The same throughout the album, it was no diverse. But I, mean. I think there's a lot of depth to it because it doesn't, like, he even has a bonus track on it, even though the bonus track is not the greatest. Um, but I think if you really listen to the uh, the album, I think there's a lot of depth to it. I mean, he goes from future bass to melody dubstep to chill step. I think it's a good variety. Like, it's not, like I said, for a year slower melody. I think Alinium really hits that type of style really well. Yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, it's definitely not a, a bad album. Um, but my album of the year oh, is God. Eric Breed's Oh, Opt. God. Yeah. Oh, and I think Matuli agrees. Oh, there is a reason for it. Okay. So, Eric Breed's double album, 19 tracks. Okay. All of them memorable. Quality music. Yeah, we only have not... 10, 10 more minutes in this uh, until break, yeah. just so yes. you know. So, yeah. you know, you can wrap it up yeah. about the praise of Eric Pritz. Yeah, not underground, no commercial, hits the right spot, right in the middle. It is listenable, it is enjoyable. You you remember every song. There's this hits there. I'm going to talk about yeah. later. If you're in a coma, but you remember his song. Another... So, uh, Sorry, go ahead. It's kind of progressive, progressive house, coma, trans, uh, not so much trans, maybe progressive house. He has his own style. This guy's just quality after quality after quality release. Can't praise uh-huh. him enough. What do you think the standout single is on the song? It's, uh, well, it's Opus. I'm going to Sorry? I mean, this, this Opus just brings really? to my eyes. I'm surprised. The, the only song that I really like on that album is Generate. Well, Generate as well, but Opus, I don't know how is, you know, people, some people are impartial to it. It just brings tears to my eyes. What about you, Majuli? I think we agree my, on the choice. My, fav- my favorite track of the album is Big. It's, uh-huh. I, just, I just love it. Uh, I think Rob's why I did the vocals. It's pretty, the album is pretty amazing. The thing is, if you've uh, heard Eric Fritz since, I don't know, since a long time, you know that most of the tracks he kept on playing, but he never released. So, yeah. and two albums back to back, plus the Prida EPs and stuff. And you know, I, I, I think I, I found one of the tracks, uh, which I used to listen in 2005. And you know, I had no clue where the track had gone. And then suddenly I found it, it was pretty amazing. And, mm-hmm. and I've also heard the Illinium uh, album. It's very good though. Uh, in a way, uh, you know, I'm b- b- more of the progressive house kind of guy. So I listened to the Eric Pizzi album multiple times rather than the Illinium album. But if you talk sure. from a production point of view, uh, the things that he did with his sound was pretty good. Uh, like like Saiki said, he moved from Future Bass to uh, Melodic Dubstep. But the thing was, the transition of the sounds was pretty good, and you could feel it that you know this this is the artist. He has a he has his own type of sounds and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. But still, Opus, favorite. Ugh. Are you guys yeah. best friends now? Um, 
Uh, next category, I think it's uh, Majuli. So you want to introduce? Yeah, we we're gonna do the best compilation album of the year. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, mixtape. Yeah, mixtape. Uh, yeah, your choice. Yeah, my choice uh, this year is the Space Ibiza, 1989 to 2016. This is released by CRT Records, and they have like three mixes there. One is done by Carl Cox, another is Big and Dan, and the uh, And the last one is by Mark Brown. So uh, why I chose this compilation is because it has, you know, a huge collection of tracks. I think there are 52 tracks in there. So uh, and this is ranging from 1989 to 2016. So you know, one of the best clubs in Ibiza, it's Space Ibiza, which is closing this year. So uh, I mean, I've never been to Ibiza, but you know, the kind of playlist or the kind of music they put up there, the compilation. It, It lets you feel that you know you're on a beach and you know enjoying the summer, probably dancing, getting drunk. So yeah, it's one of the best compilations this year for me. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard it, but now that you mentioned them, I'm just gonna go and hear it. I'm sure wherever you see Carl Cox, there's quality. The guy has been there since day one. Uh, he knows how to how to mix, not just play press play. He actually used to be an impressive DJ, you know, mixing with three decks back in the days when people could hardly mix with two decks. Um, yeah. So I, I uh, you know, I expect only quality choice from him. I know 52 songs. Uh, that's an extensive compilation. Sorry. Sorry, no, it's it, 52 songs in the album. That's an extensive compilation for a whole. Oh, yes, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. You get uh, money, money for your buck, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, so mine will be a little bit of a surprise, and I'm sure it's not going to be popular. And I doubt I'm going to convince anybody to listen to it. I think it'll be very lost. Um, and uh, my choice is uh, a compilation, various artists called Acid 88. It just came a week ago, and. What it basically has is it's a compilation of acid house. It's uh, for anybody who doesn't know, it's the first uh, subtype of house that emerged from Chicago back in 1986. Um, the people who started it, one of the people who started um, groups actually, the group who started it was called Future with PH, and they brought out this futuristic um, um, acid track tune, and then this just kickstarted the whole thing, this whole madness. They came over to Europe uh, later on, and um, one third of that group, um, a, a DJ called Spank Spank, uh, he died. Um, Great name, months ago. But, well, you know, he's dead, so uh, so he died uh, a, a, a few uh, months ago. And this is a homage to, to this guy. Um, the the tracks there are by some uh, old people like him and. Uh, Pierre and Tyree, whoever is on old, into old school knows what I'm talking about. And some new guys, there's some surprises. We nice to see there. there's uh, uh, music as well. Um, but basically, it's straightforward. Acid House, 120 TB303 all the way, just bleeps and squelches and, and whoever is into proper music. Uh, Sorry, just, this uh, album came out uh, <laughs> recently, right? Yeah, like a week ago. But it's oh, okay. a, it's a homage to, as I said, to to Acid House, and what that shows is Acid has been there for 28 years and it's still there. So man, you're really dating yourself now. 
uh, yeah, uh, by all means, I've been there since the beginning, so there you go. Uh, that uh, says a lot about me. Uh, how about right. you? Me? Um, I'm not big... A compilation person in terms of like albums and stuff like that so I'm just gonna put it in like as an essential mix of art from an artist uh, instead of an album because I didn't really listen really listen to any uh, compilation albums this year so uh, I'm choosing Louis the Child a uh, hard summer music festival mixtape um, I mean I can't really pinpoint why I like Louis the Child and this mixtape but it's great I mean the mixtape evokes a chilling vibe for summer relaxing and mellow uh, very enjoyable for whoever has heard it um, it combines multiple artists from different genres and obviously records that are from Louis the Child um, that they've created. Man, it's a fantastic compilation like uh, of different music. Um, I believe that uh, they're going to be performing live with uh, Porter Robinson on their Shelter Tour when they go to Europe and uh, Asia and Australia. So um, I know, Ayaz, you're going to plan to go to the Shelter Tour. So you're in for a real treat with the Louis the Child as their, one of their openers. Yeah, and now that you mentioned it, I'm going to put it on my playlist as well as something to listen to. And just as a reminder, we're going to put the links to all these things uh, onto the YouTube uh, video so people can catch up to our recommendations. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to listen to it because I haven't. Um, and uh, we're going now into a very important category, which is the top EDM no, songs I, I of the year. I think another break, another break. I, I need another break. Another break. Yes, please. Another break to go to the loo. So, uh, yes, please. okay, another break and then we'll be back soon. All right. So, uh, we're back again with uh, part three uh, of our best of 2016 podcast. Uh, this is IS23 again. Um, and the category now is the uh, most important one is top EDM songs for the year. Uh, just to explain this one, I don't think necessarily these are the top songs. I think these are the songs that when I, when I look back in the years, they're going to remem- remind me of this year rather than the other way around, although I have a best of choice for myself. So three songs for me is Lions in the Wild, Martin Garrix, I heard it first in Miami, and then it was played everywhere. It's great. Um, and then DJ Snake Propaganda, heard it again in Miami, played everywhere. It reminds me of uh, EDC Las Vegas, mostly. The Chainsmokers, Closer, uh, again played really everywhere. Um, kind of a 2016 tune. Uh, my personal choice, um, although really you can't just choose one, that just be stupid, be Wildcard by Kashmir, the heavy knocking. Uh, and again, it will remind me very much of 2016. How about you, I- Psychis? For me, um, man, when I did this uh, category, I had about like 20 songs and I was like struggling to eliminate these songs, man. Um, but I I came down with three songs. Don't worry, you guys. I won't go through 20 songs. Uh, so the third song from from me is um, Now That I've Found You by Marin Garrix. I mean, this song probably would have been higher on my top three list if uh, Garrix didn't put those vocals on top. I mean, there's nothing against the vocals from the artist. It just doesn't really fit the song. Uh, it feels shoehorned in. Uh, when I first heard this song at the Seagets Festival, Garrix premiered this song without the vocals, and it was amazing. You could hear all the plug chords. It was fantastic. An infectious melody 
but after he released the song with the vocals, it kind of overshadowed such a fantastic chord progression. But otherwise, the song is fantastic. This is the Gearix I love. House anthems that will be on everyone's playlist forever. Uh, the second uh, top song for me, I kind of threw a monkey wrench in this one because I told uh, Ayaz here that it was uh, Harmony by uh, Nicky Romero, but that apparently was um, released in 2015, <laughs> then in 2015. So I'm changing it to Marshmallow Alone. Uh, this song is so dope. Okay. It combines everything I love about Marshmallow and more. The build is magical, the bass line is bouncy, and the vocal chops are infectious. This was a strong song to, be, to debut with this album. Um, unfortunately, the album came out with this year. For me, it felt like monotonous and very iterative of his style. He didn't really change that much. So that was a little disappointing. But this alone song is such a great song to listen to. The lyrics mesh, mesh very well with the song. Kind of a complete package, you know. The song is great. The video is also great. And the, the kind of feels that he gets, you kind of get a feel of who Marshmallow is, kind of identity. This song deserves my number two spot. And... My top EDM song of the year is Seven Lions, Linium, and Said This Guy, Rush Over Me, featuring Haleen. Um, I know we featured this song on our uh, EDM playlist of November. Um, you know, I never thought I would yeah. like uh, Melody Dubstep, but these artists make it work. The reason this song is so great is because you can see where all the artists contributed, but you couldn't take away any of it. The song wouldn't be the same then. Uh, it combines Seven Lines, Dubstep with Elinium's Drop, and Said the Sky's transient melody chords. It is breathtaking and heartwarming in all the right ways. It, also, it was, I have to say this, man. It pains me to not be putting shelter on this because I really wanted to put that song on, but I don't think it deserves a top three spot only because it doesn't live up to what Porter and Madian did with the world song and adventure song i know that it seems like kind of unfair but i just it feels inherently less impressive to me as a song compared to what they've done before um but yeah those are my no, top three uh, songs yeah i mean i'm surprised i didn't feel sorry that but uh, there you go uh, how about you majuli yeah uh the third spot for my top eating songs of the year goes to kaigo beat kodarin i don't know how you pronounce it uh the song is called raising it's of Kaigo's uh, new album. Uh, Tropical House, I don't know if it's going to last for the next couple of years or not. But this song, uh, I think I loved it because I'm a huge fan of the band Cordily, which are like an indie rock band. And uh, mm-hmm. the way they could, like Kaigo could uh, combine them into uh, like an medium Tropical House song was amazing. Yeah. You don't see uh, many what is it, rock artists going into Tropical House. So it was it was pretty amazing. And plus, I had, I've never seen that side of Kodalin where they, you know, uh, interact with the EDM crowd. So this was nice. Number two for me would be Opus. Because, you know, <laughs> when I look back at 2016, that's that's a track that I always I guess remember. you had to put one song from that album. That song would be it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Although it's a 2015, so... Uh, yeah. Uh, you're cheating a little bit, but uh, we'll allow you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was released this year, so, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a very beautiful song. And, you know, it, it's the kind of song. Uh, I, I have to meet a lot of people here who don't, who are not musically into EDM and stuff. And, you know, if I want to get a friend into listening to house music or something, I generally start with focus these days. So it's, you know, they can see how it builds up and 
it's emotional connect that you know you, you get it's it. very emotional isn't it i mean it's yeah. uh, characteristically it's been already played by a symphonic orchestra i can't remember which uh, country but they played yeah, a yeah. beautiful uh, um, impression of it and i think that shows what this tune is about it sounds very simplistic but the chord progression the, uh, it just hits you i can't say anything absolutely absolutely and uh, the number one track for me this year would be uh, Axwell and Chapo. The song is called "Belong." Uh, That's it's a good a, song. Yeah, 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 it's a good song. It's a cliched, you know what you call it, progressive house song, but somehow the vocals stuck up, and you know, it's, it's kind of a song that I always remember. And you know, I I would hum it when I'm not listening to music or something like that. It's I, I, and I think the production quality was pretty beautiful. Too. So yeah. That's 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 it from inside. Great. Um, on to our next category. Um, so this next category is pretty self-explanatory. Again, you know, best EDM remix of the year. You know, remixes are for the better. You know, it can change the way we look at a song and even make the song better. This is why this category exists because we believe that this song is better than the original. I guess. Um, the choice I have made for the remix of the year is by Linium, um, and the original song is Flume Say It. This song made me think of it differently. You know, really, you can really feel Tovlo's musical talent and what she brings to the song. Alinium um, provides a more impactful drop than Flume does, and um, you know, the song feels like about a relationship. So when it hits, it hits really hard. Among other things, why the song wins this category is that it's really catchy and takes what whole of what Alinium sound has become. And I personally feel it is better than. I mean, it's very similar to the Don't Let You Down Chainsmoker remix by Linium, which is like has a hundred million views on Trap Nation. But I, I think it's because a lot of people are more familiar with the Chainsmoker and Don't Let It Down. Um, but I think the song is great. You know. What about you? Uh, uh, my best remix this year goes to uh, the Vicestone remix that we did for Weekend with Dark Funk Starboy. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's a first yeah, Most people will yeah, go, for, for Kygo, most people will go for Kygo, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like the Vice Tone remix somehow because I think uh, it musically fit the song, you know. Uh, when you... Like, I produce music once in a while, so when you start producing music, you kind of tend to, you know, listen to things on keys and stuff. So yeah. kind of break it down it's, a little bit. Yeah, it's not exactly the same when you... Listen to you know, the songs after you learn producing. So it, it, you have like you can hear the different elements everywhere. So it, it was well produced. Okay, uh, that's what I'm gonna say about the Vice Tone Remix. And the thing is, it it was musically very fit. And uh, I'm not gonna say it's better than the original, but it's pretty close to that. Oh, it's, it's better, better than the original. <laughs> I can okay, already yeah. say it's better than the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, um, IS? Yeah, so for me, it's one of my top three tunes for the year. So it's DJ Snake Propaganda, the George remix. I bumped onto this, onto George and this remix, I think back in May or June, onto SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud is not really helpful for me, but they, they was top of the page. I just pressed them, but what, what is that about? It just blew me away. So I read the new Propaganda. Uh, from just listening to it in various festivals, and I think this uh, George remix gave it more of a kick, more of a kind of underground um, identity, 
uh, with the bass, it was more driving, uh, and it was uh, basically uh, Joe's style for whoever listens to Joe. Are you a big fan of Joe's? Yeah, yeah, I love him. I yeah. mean, uh, I could easily put him on. I could easily put him on the breakthrough category that we said, the rookie one. Um, for me, Jaws, I, I think I is a hit and miss sometimes for a song. Oh yes, I mean maybe maybe his tunes are not are not the best, but I think if you see him live, he's really somebody to look out for because he's really interesting. But there, there you go, that's that's my choice of uh, hmm. um, of the year. So remix of the year for me. All right. We're gonna take a little uh, break, yeah, and then we'll mm -hmm. come back again. All right, and we're back. So this is the category that I came up with uh, for you guys to um, pick from. So this is a 2016 old song of the year. Um, so this category is a song that we may have discovered in 2016, but it got released 2015. Um, so the one that I chose um, for this category is one that I discovered while watching the After Movie of the Ultra 2015. Um, the song is Sam Felt, Show Me Love, Quintino, and Indian Summer Remix, and it's awesome. This song has a great summer vibe, and throughout the song brings warmth um, to the listener through the silky smooth vocals, which I know are um, have been used before, and uh, minimalistic beat. It improves, I think it improves on original because it brings a bump in bassline that you can dance to and a melody that doesn't really quit. If I could describe this summer in one song, then that would be it. Um, the song has great flow for it tries, sorry, the song has great flow for what it tries to achieve. Um, it's a shame that I didn't hear the song when it got released in 2015 because then I would have enjoyed this first two summers in a row. Man, it's, it's a really great song. Um, what about you, Majuli? Yeah, uh, the 2015 song that see, I, I, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be surprised here okay. because I heard the song Faded in 2016. Which, which Faded? Faded by um, uh, Alan Walker or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a 2015 song, and I heard it in 2016. I instantly fell in, fell in love with it. It's a, it's a pretty amazing song. It is. Yeah, I just stumbled upon it. You know, I, people don't play such kind of music around here in the clubs, so I just stumbled upon it and I was like, "Wow, this is a great song!" And undoubtedly, it was one of the best songs of 2015. So yeah, that was there any particular remix that you actually liked, or, or just the original? I think I heard the original one so many times that you know, I'm, I'm just stuck with the. Yeah, original it gets played a lot that. too in North yeah. America on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, it's very hard to actually, you know, the region is so great, isn't it? But um, it's hard to actually do it, mix and improve it. Um, and mine, uh, it cannot be predictable, so it's Eric Fritz Opus. So Opus actually was released in 2015, I think October. Uh, didn't catch up on it until December. Um, I heard it, I think it was a Tiesto live set. And again, the moment that I heard it, it was like, what is this? I didn't know it was Eric Fritz. Um, and, uh, well, I found out. And uh, this song just brings tears to my ears, chord progression. Uh, it's not the slow, fast, slow progression. It's just the chord progression. There's a lot of thought in it. Even though he said he did it in like 40 minutes, I can't believe that. Um, yeah. Definitely one. <laughs> definitely one um, that uh, get, uh, kind of um, bridges the gap between those two years for me. Uh, and uh, to continue, 
uh, a bit of a weird one, the next one, uh, best idiom music video. Um, my choice. My choice is Kashmir's video interpretation on the line across the field uh, extended play. And in particular, it's the live show, um, because I haven't seen it on YouTube. So the extended play is a concept play. It's about a small child that goes on to different ventures. And when, when you see his live show, he plays actually a lot of animation that uh, fits uh, exactly with what's going on on the songs. Uh, and I think that's a great way of actually introducing the concept and, and explaining what your music is about and enhancing your music. And there's a lot of artistry there, you know, the animation is good. It's not, it's not any Japanese anime style or shelter quality. Uh, I must say it's more Americanized version, cartoon version, but still, I think I appreciate it, the whole effort that went into it. So that's my choice. Yeah. Sounds like you're a big Kashmir fan. Well, yeah, <laughs> All right. For me, for me, Psyche's here. Um, my music video, I think that I'll, I think I really, really enjoyed was um, I took a pill in Ibiza to show Avicii I was cool. Uh, by this, by Seb, he remixed it. Uh, yeah, this video, um, this song is really cool. It kind of paints a dark picture around an upbeat melody for the most part. You know, Mike Poser, like you can just tell from his lyrics, he iterates on his time when he was chilling with Avicii in Ibiza in the beginning of the song. Um, the reason the song is awesome and the video is that you can interpret the song in many different ways. To me, if you look at see the video, um, it shows me that you have to dismiss all the bullshit in your life that is keeping you back from your from your goals, all these distractions and excuses that drive someone to self-destructive tendencies. Um, you can tell the dude is trying to enjoy himself but can't really. You know, When I asked my friend, um, he said he thinks that it's about his ego and that's why he has a gigantic pa paper mache head. No, I could see it in both ways. It's great when you see an artist incorporates uh, a narrative within the music video. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about you, Majuli? Yeah, I think the listeners would take this message. It's a beautiful <laughs> message. Yeah. Uh, my best idiom music video this year goes to uh, Valentino Khan's Deep Down Low, which was released <laughs> in Philips okay. label. It's it's completely opposite of what Psyche is yeah. doing, but yeah, it's a yeah. fun video. It's kind of a trippy video. It's just for the very visual stuff. Yeah, very visual. Yeah, I just love the visual part of it. And you know, it, uh, for me, it's interesting in a way that you know, if I get someone here who who's not much into EDM and stuff, and then I make them watch this video, it kind of pumps them up. So it's, it's I, I got I had seen it so many times that you know, it kind of stuck with me. Cool. Um, so we good? I move on to the next category. This is yeah, yeah, an yeah. interesting one that I think we can all agree on, and it's um, best collab of the year. And man, we got to give it to Porter Madion. I mean, the whole Shelter tour. I can't imagine anyone who listens to Porter and Madion not put these two in this category. Not only did they produce a hit song together, but also they decided, fuck it, let's go on tour together to bring everyone Shelter. You know, Shelter is not the same as Worlds, but this is a dream team. You know. Both coming off of great albums, coming together as artists and friends, creating this mashup of both albums to the fans, you know. I saw them both live and individually this year, so I have a good perspective on terms of um, what they did this year. Um, you can tell these artists are true friends, you know. When they're up on stage, they move like one and yet not one at the same time, you know. I understand that a lot of it is pre-mixed, but they had to come together to create this special show for the fans to see. 
this project shelter, you know, led by Porter Robinson, has been a dream for him to see it to fruition. Probably many people's dream to see these two come together, you know. The whole shelter package, we may not see it happen again for a while or if at all, you know. Which is why I went to see the live show because this bringing prominent EDM artists together to do an entire tour together who are in their own right individual amazing is something special. And I think you can tell from their live show, from the Shelter song and from the Shelter video, it all comes together, you know, with a nice pink ribbon on top. Absolutely. What about you guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry. That, that, that was my choice. As, that was my choice as well. I mean, um, Dead Mouse and Eric Priest would be second, but mm. I think Dead Mouse and Eric Priest um, retain their individuality, which is yes. very strong. And therefore, they don't come as a, they don't produce something new. Whereas yeah. I think with these guys, although I haven't seen them live yet, I think they're producing something new. So something, a third thing is coming out of the, of that collaboration. Uh, and obviously, there's a lot of thought there. Um, and um, I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised with Shota and its quality, the quality animation, very emotional song. I didn't choose it, but it, that doesn't mean that this is not, you know, one of the best songs of 2016. Uh, as I said, my, the other choices were what I would remember as 2016, not necessarily the best songs. I think this was one of the best tunes. Yeah, it's not just a song. It's like the whole Shelter Tour together, you know, yeah, as one whole package. package. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's great. And Matsuli, do you agree with that? Like, yeah, absolutely, that? absolutely. It's it's not just the song; it's, it's the package that they created, and yeah, and and the song itself is so beautiful. And the fans have been amazing too. And I've seen uh, artists like Calvin Harris, they don't fans with different shows. The center dude, mm. it's pretty amazing. Very beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's great when two artists with kind of similar audiences come together and give something back to the fans like because i'm sure many fans really appreciate this shelter tour you know especially if ones that haven't yeah. seen um the world or adventure tour i mean those are i would say almost i'm not gonna say dead because he could come back with another world's tour but i think he's put the hatchet on that one um so this is this is everybody's chance to go see them together with the world song and the adventure album songs mashed up so and I think probably, it's really something it's special. It's going to be a one-off, isn't it? That's what probably I think. It's going like, to be a one-off. Yeah, we won't see maybe 10 years. Maybe they'll come together and produce something something like this. But this, at the moment, it's one of the most special things, I think, in EDM. It, yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, a, mo a moment to remember. Yeah, definitely. And so uh, we're going to take a little break here and come back with you with okay. our next category. So uh, we're back with number five of our, of our live podcast, Best of 2016 Review. This is IS23, I'm starting this. And a moment to watch. Uh, I think a, uh, a set that will go down in history. Um, Eric Pritz, Ultra Miami 2016, whoever was there, they know what I'm talking about. Dead Mars was before him, and the place was so frigging packed. I think on the other main stage there was uh, some other guys playing. Um, I can't even remember. Don't care who they were. <laughs> and everybody just go back into the state of the fan stage. Okay, with Dead Mouse, Eric Bridge, Army Van Buren just closing Sunday, 
and that stage was just too small for these guys okay they've seen dead mouse eric fritz comes from just blows the whole thing up he brings the visuals in the progression and mix is he was just phenomenal um he really really put people on a journey uh, on that set uh, it's live on youtube but really i've, I've watched it again uh, it doesn't really convey yeah, uh, well, I mean, I've watched there, it and it doesn't convey point. anything to me, so I guess I had to be there. Correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. You had to be there to be yeah. truly grasp, okay, the awesomeness of that particular set. I've I've, I've seen uh, Eric Pritz another five times in 2016, and I don't think he talked that particular set. So that that was my choice. <laughs> Interesting, and, and yet not surprising at the same time. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my best live set of the year, you know, it's that has to be Worlds. Anybody who goes see Worlds by Porter Robinson, it's going to be their number one set. I mean, I saw Porter this year for the first time at uh, this little uh, festival, festival at uh, in Toronto, and it was really moving. You know, the World album was referential for me because it hit so many nostalgic moments in my life. So I connected deeply with it. It may sound super cheesy, but you know, it's true. Uh, when I saw he was coming to town, I didn't I didn't want to pass it up, you know, because I, I really have been following Port Robinson for a while now. Um, because I know this world thing tour, well, obviously it's not going to last forever. We have shelter tour now. Um, I will always, you know, remember this festival. I remember the night. It was perfect. It was nice and hot, clear as day. Man, it really he really makes you feel something, which is special. Um, combined with his visuals, there are se- he's really second to none. With, especially combined with the, the music that he has from that world's album, well, he's, he's second, an exceptional. He's second to Eric Pritz, isn't he? Oh no, no, he's second no, no. To Eric Pritz, yeah, that's because you haven't seen Porter Robinson live. That's why. Just wait until you go see Shelter Tour. I'd like to see your opinion on Eric Pritz after that, in terms of the live show. But yeah, I mean, like he, Porter he's Robinson does a great dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> Porter Robinson, yeah, he does an exceptional job at illustrating his craft. Ten out of ten. Would recommend to anybody. <laughs> what about you, Majuli? Uh, not, not, nine out of ten for me. No. Email. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I think for me, the first one would be the Ultraman Eric, Eric Pritz. I've seen YouTube, not live. What I've is this podcast? Like... Is it the Eric Pritz podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you we'll put a disclaimer, right? I'm not paid oh, by my God. Code. I put a disclaimer. <laughs> so it's very clear. Alright. Yeah, but one of the live sets that I experienced was Kashmir. Kashmir is pretty great. And from yeah. what I've seen, how he tours around the world, it's pretty great. Uh, in Japan, you'd start with some, something Japanese. In China, you'd start with some, some, something Chinese. So, yeah, it mixes everything up. So it's, it, it was pretty amazing. So yeah, Porter, Adrian, Eric Pills. Yeah. Best what a sets. great year. <laughs> yeah. um, First off. Great year. <laughs> so uh, next category now it's called uh, it's my invention. Oracle yeah, your category, game. isn't it? Yeah. Meaning uh, prediction of the dominating style for 2017. So this is a prediction, right? It's a prediction. It's just the Oracle of EDM. Now. My prediction is there's going to be domination of the sound that uh, the Chainsmokers started with the College EP. So this is kind of a mid-down-tempo pop 
sound, loads of vocals, uh, maybe a little bit of trip hop. Um, they started it and I think people are following suit. Uh, but in general, I think uh, the tempo will slow down because there's been a couple of mad years with very, very fast uh, tunes, 128 plus. I think maybe usually things go in waves and they're fast and they slow down and they get yeah. fast again. So that's I, I totally agree. How about you? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I can concur with you, man. Uh, I think this year kind of signifies like that Chainsmoker Future House, Future Bass, slow down type of tempo. Even you saw with uh, Alan Walker, his his stuff is pretty mid-tempo. You know, this is, I think, as a trend in EDM or maybe music in general. Um, I think this will just continue just because it's kind of ubiquitous. Um, I think Gyrix, I've heard him talk about going down this route as well, slowing down his songs, producing more radio-friendly ones instead of club and festival mixes. I think, I think, I th mm. sorry, I think we'll see a lot of artists sort of try and catch, like you said, what the chain smokers have tried to do. Um, like even Adventure Club, their recent album kind of hits those types of notes with a little bit of their flavor on top of it. Um, but I think they did a great job as well. Um, I also think we'll see more poppy type of EDM songs this year, um, more than ever from prominent artists, like I said. Um, so yeah, I like, basically I'm kind of agreeing with you for once. So, <laughs> what yeah. about you, Majuli? Yeah, absolutely. You know, <clears throat> that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna hit this year and it's gonna last that year. One thing that I've noticed is uh, the EDM producers turning into pop music. So I think in 2017, that's, that's what you see more that, you know, this guy's trying to do uh, pop stuff and take that. Definitely incorporating the... like uh, popular artists. Like you see Justin Bieber mm -hmm. on some DJ Snakes songs and stuff yeah. like that. You see absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like if you see Martin Garrix, how he started and what the type of songs he's making mm. right now, there has a lot of pop influence to it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we're gonna see. It a lot seems of pop for me, Martin Garrix is going down the Vici route with his with that latest yes. uh, with the last yeah, album yeah. from Avicii. It, that's what I. Th it seems uh -huh. like that's the road he's trying to take. Um, yeah, I don't know if I am willing to go down that road with him, but uh, we'll see what he does. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Two pity, two, two pity Sparks is not here. Uh, pick up to Sparks Please. if he's listening yeah. live. Because yeah. uh, I'm sure he will have said something now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, so what's the next category here? We have um, best festival that we, I guess, we attended to or watched live. Um, so for me, the best festival has got to be the one I attended to in Toronto called Velt, which is one of the biggest uh, EDM festivals that we have here. Um, it was great. It was a two-day festival. It was great summer night, clear as day, nice and hot. Um, that was the first time I saw Marin Gierix live, and um, uh, something that I will not oh, wow. uh, forget. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the what it, probably one of my best moments was being a part of the crowd when he does the uh, Golden Skies hand wave with one side to the other. I don't know if you guys remember though when he does that in his live set. But yeah, I mean, it was a fun, fun concert that I went to, and uh, I'll probably go to Veld next year. Um, I don't think he'll probably be there. I think it'll be a new artist, but um, they did a really good job at organizing um, that festival at uh, Downsview Park in Toronto. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Matsuri? Yeah, to me, uh, the best festival this year, I think uh, from the festivals that I have experienced, especially in India, I, I have to go with you know, uh, Sunburn that happened December last year, if that counts. That, that's like the biggest festival around here. Uh, I get to see yeah. a lot of artists, but mostly in the clubs, and we don't have 
the kind of festivals you guys have. So yeah, but Sunburn definitely it was a three-day festival, and I'm going there this year too. So we'll probably talk about it on. Well, lucky you. We we have to make a podcast when you go there. I wish I could, yeah, for uh, sure. Go. This is this is one of my aims for next year. Unfortunately, I can't do it this year. Uh, when when I was thinking uh, uh, about mine. Uh, choice. There was no doubt. This was EDC Las Vegas. It was my first time in Las Vegas. And um, your decision must be tough Las- because you go to all those festivals too. Yeah. Uh, yes, but it was clear. It was clear. Mm. Um, to me, I think the EDC is the most mature one. It goes throughout the night. I'm gonna do a different podcast about it. But uh, well, it is uh, in the city of sinners, you know. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, people there, they, they had such a lovely vibe. They were really, really friendly. Just remind me of the old graves of 89, 90 in the UK, where everybody was really loved up and everything. Um, and and the, the whole setup, obviously, it, it's, it's a little bit smaller than Tomorrowland, and Tomorrowland has way more height than EDC. But for me, if you want to experience one grave in the lifetime, it has to be this in Las Vegas and on. All right. Sounds good. I think we're going to go on another break here, um, but we'll be back with our last remaining couple categories here. And we're back again to finish the last two categories of our year in review. So the next category we have is the most disappointing medium artist group of the year. (laughs) It's it's pretty fun. What a sad little category. (laughs) Yeah. We get to go all critical on the artists who work their asses off to make good music. But yeah, I think uh, this year, the most disappointment for me was Dead Mouse. Um, his new album, it's good. It's not that great. And the way he put it out in the social media. As a fan, okay, I'm a huge Dead, Dead Mouse fan. As a fan, I didn't yeah, feel I it right. Yeah, I didn't feel it right because uh, the way he displayed the album came out like you know he just said that you know he slapped something together and sent it out and to me he always stood up as the artist who was more independent and his label has been doing some crazy job in making some amazing music right so the way he quoted this it, it, if you're a fan and when your favorite artist says something like that you automatically go like you know uh, for me especially because I produce as well so I think when I heard it I was like okay maybe he had could have done better here or could have done uh, more here because uh, he said it that he was not you know ready to release it right and the way I have seen him making music in his live stream and stuff it's pretty amazing but still he's unhappy with that that means you know it's it's not like you know Iron Maiden releasing something that they jammed out of the basement you know they because true, and the funny, the funny part is sorry to interrupt. The funny no, no. part is he releasing his own label. So yeah. Yeah. why is he forced to release something he's not entirely happy with, but in his own label? So who's actually forcing yeah. him? Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say who's in control, Does he have right? Bills to pay. Exactly, exactly. Who's the controller there? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's that's right. You know, because he always stood up as the artist who was always independent. And, you know, mm-hmm. you'd go mm-hmm. fighting with Kanye, you'd go fighting with Skrillex and anyone else. And then Yeah, it just seemed like he didn't that. give a fuck, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Did you like oh, that no, song no, no. that he came out? Sorry, uh, did he? Did you like that song he came out um, in the summer? Uh, Saved. I'm not sure if you heard it. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you like that song? It was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Okay, I thought I liked that song too. I was just wondering if you yeah. thought the same. Yeah, it was it was really good. But yeah, best of best of the album would be four way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, Ayaz. What do you think, Ayaz? Um, so for me, first of all, disappointing. Uh, Eric Pritz. Terrible, but it's actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, it's actually uh, artists that we really love, and we just want mm. them to be even better than what they were in our own opinion. Okay. And in my own opinion, an artist I really love but didn't perform as good as Hardware this year. Um, so 2014 was probably his highlight and he's been tune after tune after tune, smashing up everything, uh, won DJ Awards back in 14. Um, and this year he didn't really bring the tunes, number one. Number two in his live sets. Uh, he's playing quite a lot of hard style in the last perhaps quarter of his sets. He probably likes it being from Netherlands, but it just puts me off. I can't dance to that stuff. Um, so he, he did produce one uh, tune um, lately, I think a couple of months ago, and it's very poppy and very kind of slower tempo, like 120, 122 only. I can't remember the title, really sorry for this, but I'll, I'll put it down on the link. Uh, below, but maybe that shows um, that concurs with what we said earlier about music. Uh, maybe the producer slowing down a little bit. But really, I want him to be up there, produce the songs he, he used to go up there live. Live is he's still great, but, but the tunes he still plays those 2014. I want him to be up there again. Psychis? All right, so my most disappointing, I don't know, I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but it's Eric Pritz. No, no, no I'm just joking, guys. You guys should calm down. <laughs> there's, a, there's a long silent there moment, but uh, yeah, I almost it's okay, it's okay. You can uh, calm down. So, my mo I think this category should be like the opposite of this most surprising category, something that we were super high on and then really came down on you know so i would have to say fucking galantis man i hate saying this but they're a huge disappointment for me i they stunk at veld i saw them at veld uh they released mediocre songs that uh, i don't know played on the same thing with that chip tune chip among vocals i mean i love their sound but you know no money and show me love was such a letdown they do a great job incorporating vocals and electronic music together as you can see because i was so high on that uh, pharmacy album um, but those two yeah. songs um, were not the songs I was looking for these guys, from these guys. And I want more Runaway and, and you know and you, you know these songs sound the songs that he came out with this year, even the most recent ones, uh, Pillow Talk. You know they sound lazy and kind of childish to me. You know, yeah. I was so up, like yeah, I said, you... I was so sorry, I was like so up on the no. Pharmacy album. You know, mm. you know I kind of I mean, lowered you and I my and Runaway, as you say. You and I, you and I in Runaway. Great stuff, and uh, yeah. maybe the No Money was okay. It was played quite a lot, but I I would not disagree. With you. I would say yeah, it, the it's sad for me to put them in this the, category. No, yeah. The issue with Galantis is my issue is how how lasting. I think I have to, to question this. Hmm. I, I think these guys were already uh, pop music producers. Hmm. Yeah, broke into the EDM stuff. The thing is. Yeah, like Psyche said, they're getting very lazy, you know, you, you can hear the same kind of piano and the mm. same kind of arts going on, 
even vocals that, are very yeah. yeah yeah i mean for them it must be dead easy to actually yeah, yeah it's it's, it's yeah, it seems easy to me yeah even their their live sets are not that great either they just bang on some drums and play some air horns and that's about it yeah the pro probably yeah. press play um they, if dead mouse gets on be blood on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, all right, this is the big yeah. one, isn't it? It is. Yo. So, where's the, where's the drum roll? Hold on, let me play the big drum roll. Hold on, hold on. Quiet, quiet down, guys. <laughs> Best DM artist of the year 2006 Freak Beats um, podcast is Eric Priest for me. Woo. Surprisingly, nobody. I surprised. don't hear the toilet flushing right now. Uh, for for all the reasons that I said above, uh, for not setting out, for being a nice guy, you know what happened. We said it in our news last month about the guy who's dying. He's actually dead now. He decided to put on a show. For having consistent shows, for bringing a good album, for just being uh, uh, the god of our religion, basically. So, <laughs> so that's for me. Yeah. Wow, what a surprise, what a surprise. Uh, for me, let's put up a little bit more variety in here. Um, my artist of the year has got to be Martin Gearix, man. DJ Meg hit the nail on the head on this one for once. You know, I don't really have much to say for him because all his work has been shown this year. You know, from Lines to the Wild, Now That I Have You, to the Seven Days of Gearix, In the Name of Love. Man, this artist works as this artist works as hard as anybody. Putting, I think, over a hundred shows a year, producing fantastic house anthems. I don't really see how this artist doesn't win this category. What about you? Um, Would you... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know where this is going. I know where this is going. <laughs> just to say something, just to say something, I would not disagree with you. I think Martin Garrix has done an amazing year, and people will say, "Well, why?" Is Eric Prince better than than him? Um, I do believe he's done an amazing year. Um, yeah. I think he may get a bit cocky. He's too young. Okay, I will have. If if he was in the business for like ten years and he did this year, it would be definitely my vote. Yeah, I think he may get a little bit cocky. So I want to see. I, I have a lot of interest what he's done in 2017. But I mean, and he's evolved. Happened. I think when you say he's young, I mean he's been around for a while. Like in 2012, he's been I think four he came years. out with animals. Yeah, been, you know? Yeah, he's been four years really. But but the way he portrays him, uh, after the awards, like I'm going to bring experimental deep house. Yeah, no, I, that was an odd, odd I'm thing gonna, to say. But, but I'm gonna be a big. I, I think he'll. I, I don't think he'll go into deep house though. To be honest with you, I think he's gonna go more into that chain smoker type of uh, future house, future based stuff, like in the name of love, slow down tempo, yeah, yeah. things of that nature. But he, 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 he's maybe becoming a bit cocky with why didn't he? That, that so, I, so, well, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Majuli? Uh, I'll have to go with Eric please. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I want to bang my head against the wall right now. I love it. Okay, but uh, I think that concludes it, doesn't it? I mean, oh wait, 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 wait! Oh, I am uh, getting a text message from uh, Sparks here. Uh, he just messaged me. He has a category for us. He has a category for us. Okay, so just for you guys, you know. Okay, best EDM podcast of the year. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> It's a uh, tough one. I mean, my, above and beyond is pretty good. They make a decent podcast. My choice, <laughs> Freak Beats, Freak Beats, EDM cast. Okay, we are pioneers. 
and peopleedm.com is already copying us and I will say that live now okay <laughs> yeah and we're here to How stay how about you, Psyche? And, yeah, I feel the same way. We're here to stay. Hopefully, Degante, or uh, Majuli uh, comes with us and uh, follows suit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be here. We, we are going to be here for a long time. Yes. Yeah, so you, spot, your idiom spot. can go to your idiom. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be here, bro. Uh, and Sounds good. We're missing you, man. We're missing you, man. And we hope uh, you, you can join us and give us your own category. Alright. Alright, so, I guess we'll see see you guys later. Yeah, yeah Martin Garrick, sorry, Martin Garrick's number one. Yeah, yeah. So that's a wrap. <laughs> um, 2017 is coming out. There's going to be loads of interesting new music. We're going to be here. We're going to be doing our regular podcast. So, guys, please like, share, subscribe. Yeah. What a great to time to be alive for electronic music. It is, it is. It is. And, and don't forget to give us all your money, by the way. Okay, so, <laughs> this is IS23 signing out. Psyche's from Toronto signing out. Mazuli from Warm India signing out. <laughs> bye. Alright, bye. Hey everyone, it's uh, the Freak Beats podcast once again. And um, I'm Psyche's, and joining us today, a special guest, we haven't heard his voice in a while, is Sparks. Hi Let's everyone. Hey Sparks. How's Sorry I've been away, I've been busy, yeah. Yeah. Um I've just been busy with work, but it's good to be back. Yeah, it's that time of the year. Sure is, mate. Did you do all your Christmas shopping? Everything's done, everything's sorted. Now it's just time to chill out and talk. Yeah. So you you listen to our um this is gonna be basically a review of a review and um of our last podcast, which you unfortunately couldn't join. Um, so what do you think of it? Would you? Uh... Um, I, I agree with some bits. Um, some bits I wasn't. I just thought, um, like the the name Eric Prince was through. <laughs> Did too you much think we were sponsored by Eric Prince and Cashmere? You would actually think <laughs> that um, Eric Prince and Cashmere had paid for that episode. <laughs> it was like a sponsorship, yeah. yeah. That's why I needed you there, Sparks. I needed you on my side. Sorry, mate. Sorry, couldn't be there. It's yeah, now though. Okay, great. Um, so we'll we'll just go through some of the categories. We won't go through all of them. So we'll start off with the uh, song of the year for you. What'd you think? Song of the year for me it is goes to Axwell and Ingrosso for Dream Bigger. Um, it's I mean the clue is in the title. Um, but just just went. I just love fuck it. Dream Bigger. Yes. I just think. I, it's something that you could it's something you could have tattooed on you really i mean something to look at every day something you could have it on, on your wall and then it's not just that it's the song itself it's yeah. it's electrifying you know what i mean yeah, soon to hear that drop, yes makes it feel yes cool what do you what did you about what do you think about the other guys their choices of um who did they choose oh man i think uh, majuli had a eric pritz song did you listen to his mm-hmm. album eric pritz by the way the, uh, uh, nah, I'm not no. much of a Prince fan, to be okay. honest. Um, uh, it's, um, yeah, I mean, I like, think I think uh, uh, Andrew or Ayaz twenty three. He had closer by the Chainsmokers. You a fan of that song? I'm a fan of the song, but I'm not. I wouldn't class it as EDM. No. If you know what I mean, like, um, it's like I'm a fan of Biggie Smalls, but it's not. <laughs> doesn't mean it's EDM. Oh, it's you closer know what I mean? to EDM. 
uh, closer is closer to EDM than Biggie Smalls is to EDM, though. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about no, mine? What about yeah. mine? Oh, I had. A, oh, you're not. You don't know Alinium, but um, he, what about Melody Dubstep? Uh, I had Alinium rush over me as my top song. Um, uh, did you hear That's that song? I haven't heard of it before. No, um, I need to give it a listen. I've been. What I want to do is I want to um I want to get all these written down and then I can have a good listen to um all of your suggestions as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that would give you a good read on Thanks, like Allah. everybody's personality among the crew. Exactly. All right. So we'll move on to um the set of the year. What do you think of uh the sets of this year? Set of the year. Um, it's Dimitri Vegas and like Mike for me. <laughs> so which set was the uh did you it was it the Tomorrowland the vinyl set? Yes. The, yeah. Not no not the vinyl set, oh, the it was the set. Tomorrowland set though. Um it's just every single year the energy just grows and grows and grows and they just get the place electric. Yeah, they are very great at hyping up the crowd. I gotta admit that. They're yeah. not great producers, but they're great at hyping the crowd. Well, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> <laughs> But if you if you add them on Snapchat, if you had them on Snapchat or something, you can see that they're actually they're always Snapchatting themselves working in the um working in the studio. Are, are, isn't Snapchat only ten second clips? Funny enough, yes, it is fifteen. <laughs> so they just have to so work ten seconds at a time to show that they look yeah. like they're working, right? It's when somebody's actually there and they go for a toilet break, they have a quick <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I had um. Who I had? I think I saw Porter this year, and I had uh, him as number one. Um, I think Ayaz and Majuli Which had. Which set was that? Uh, no, no, it was at uh, Festival. He came festival. To, to. Yeah, it's another. It's a small festival in Toronto, um, but he came there and like Porter's probably close to my number one artist ever for electronic dance music. So to see him at Worlds, yeah. I I had to go see him. So I did, and it was. It was. I had high expectations, and he met every single one of them. Man, it, I, I understand. Like, are you a big Porter fan? Not massively. I enjoy his music, but I'm not like like crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he has crazy super fans uh, among his. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I've noticed. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and they, uh, I, Andrew, and um, Majuli chose Eric Preetz, uh, which is not surprising, considering how they feel about Eric. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what about fe- or sorry, um, remix uh, of the year for you? Remix. Mm-hmm. It's the. It's very recently. It comes from Stevie Yogi. Um, it's his remix of um, what do you call them? Blink One Eight Two. Bored to Death. Um, reason why? I mean, I know, I know it's the end of the year and it's just been brought out, so it's easy not to go back on any of the others mm-hmm. uh, because this is recent. But um, it's the fact that I've been a big Blink-182 fan for a while now. Um, and a lot of people are saying he ruined the song, but he didn't ruin the song. They remixed it. Just two different things completely. Yeah. Um, and I love the hard side that's in it because um, I'm, a, I'm a hard side fan. So, um, But yeah, that's why that one stood out. Are you a big Stevie Oki fan? Um, <sighs> yes and no. Um, I'm not a big fan of his set, but the music that he produces is something else for me. I, I love his music that he produces. Um, I watched his um, I watched his documentary on Netflix, 
they came out earlier this year and it totally changed my views on them um, and like his sets and stuff like that. I mean, I know there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of hate yeah. towards them, but yeah. if people just took two minutes just to watch that set and, um, uh, sorry, that documentary, um, they would, they would, I think they would change their opinions as well. Yeah. Give them the interesting. What, what is the documentary called? Do you remember? Uh, no. Um, what is it called again? Uh, I'm not sure, actually, to be honest. Okay. Uh, hey, sorry, it was on Netflix, you said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. It's on Netflix. It's just, a, it's just an hour long or something. Mm. It's Oh, yeah, that's what it is. I sleep when I'm dead. Oh, that's a good title. <laughs> good title, exactly, yeah, yeah exactly. All right. Um, so we'll move on to the next one. Uh, festival. Did you attend any festivals this year? And any ones that may have stand out, stand out to you? I, I was unfortunate to go to, um, to the festivals this year because I spent a, a lot of money on my holiday. So but <laughs> from what I was looking on online and what I watched and stuff like that, um, Creamfields really stood out to me yeah. this year. I think they've really, really upped the game. Um, compared for, from earlier early uh, earlier years um creamfields is is definitely 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 stood out this year um because i mean like tomorrowland ultra edc they they're already at the top they're already doing what they do you can ex- yeah. so what's certain yeah. expectations you know what i mean mm. but, but for me creamfields um it, it went above and beyond with the expectations what do you think about the Creamfields next year with Dead Mouse and Eric Preetz there doing a collaboration like they did at uh, I think Ultra, or was it Tomorrowland? I'm not sure, but one of those big festivals. They're coming to Creamfields. That's right. Yeah, the the it's in the Steel Yard. Um, obviously Creamfields have now got the Steel Yard on the go. Um, I think that'll be chocker. Mm. I think it'll be wrapped with people. Um, I don't know if it's just a hype thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like. Massive. Oh, it's Eric Prids and Dead Mouse. Yeah. Type of hype thing. Like, I don't know how many actual fans will be. Does in it there. incline you to go to Creamfields? I think I, I want to go anyway because it's yeah. the 20th. Um, I think it's the 20th anniversary. I think. Oh, okay, that's so great. I think I want to go anyway. Um, but I wouldn't want to go just for that reason. Okay. And I don't even think okay. I would go and see them. Um, <laughs> as much as like. I think yes, obviously two massive, massive names, and it would be an amazing show. Yeah. But it's just yeah. not who I would want to go, so I wouldn't want to waste space for somebody else that does want to be there. Mm. Yeah. Um, what so about next, you? uh, mine was uh, it was a festival uh, in Toronto, Veld. It's probably one of the biggest Veld, electronic yeah. festivals here. Um, yeah, I saw Mar and Gearix, and that's who I wanted to go see. That was the reason why I bought the ticket was to go see him. Um, because I knew that a lot of his old stuff, he's phasing out of his uh, set. Um, yeah. So, and I love his old stuff. Like his, because I, I was thinking and I was talking about how it seems like he's going down the road Avicii's going down. Like in terms of his yeah. music, like it's more lyrical than club mixes and stuff like that. Um, and I love some of his club mixes stuff. So I wanted mm-hmm. to be a part of that uh, and see one of his sets. So I really enjoyed that, and also the the whole crowd there. It was sorry. Did you think it was a case of before it's too late? Yes, exactly, and that's how I felt about Porter too. Because Porter, he's not doing worlds anymore. He's moved on from worlds. He's going on to shelter with Madion, and that is will soon be ending this year's or in 2017 as well. Um, So, you know, 
exactly it's like a case too late i don't want to be regretting yeah. not going to something like that yeah um exactly, and, man. Exactly. Uh, festival i think um Majuli had a festival i think it may have been tomorrowland and um uh andrews was edc um but yeah i think Um, that was um anniversary as well this year wasn't it sorry the edc vegas they had an anniversary this year i think didn't yeah yeah i think so yeah when he described it to me even on and off mic he he loves it because i think he said that there's a more mature audience that go there um well it is like a city of sinners so you know las vegas is uh you know it'll bring in that older crowd i think um, yeah and it's costly too i think to go to las vegas so not everybody it's can expensive. afford yeah, expensive yeah uh so the next one is collab who do you think really worked well together this year for me um layback luke and will sparks mm-hmm. um they did a track called it's, um melbourne bounce track with um alicia madison on the vocals um called Prometheus. um and I think they've been obviously they've been Will and Sparks and they about Luke like I'm pretty sure it was Will that introduced Luke into the um, Melbourne bounce scene and obviously yeah. Luke loved it so yeah. for them to do this this track really stood out for me eventually that they've done something together you know what I mean yeah it kind of brought in a little bit of laid back Luke's like style into Melbourne house yes yes that's right yeah i had a thing for a while like like when duro was starting with melbourne house like i was so into that for it was a phase basically yeah. for me um because melbourne is very infectious i think like it's just very yes. bumpy um but yeah for me like the collab anybody all three of us i think uh, me and or me is and majuli had to go with porter and Marion coming out of um you know, from worlds and adventure coming together as friends and artists, I'm um, creating this yeah. wonderful thing that they did with Shelter. You know, it's not only did they create a song together, they created a whole tour around it, right? Um, and a yeah. music video, but it, it it's led by Porter Robinson, obviously. Like you can see a lot of his influences with that. Like I think Madion's just on for the ride, um, which yeah. may sound kind of unfair for him, but um, it's just the way that I've hear, heard okay. them talk about it. Um, but I think they've both enjoyed it. It's not like he's pulling Maddie on leg or anything, forcing him to do anything. Um, like I saw them also shelter together. Uh, it was amazing. These guys performed super, like really great together. You could see the synergistic, you know, atmosphere between them. Um, so yeah, it's really something special. Well yeah, like I, I know you're you're not a big Maddie on guy, and uh, I would definitely like mm. just as like just to go see his their show. And uh, I know they're coming to the UK. Um, shortly uh, but Let's yeah i definitely see. recommend yeah if you get a chance i definitely recommend just because it's just so much fun to watch those two up on stage play those amazing mashups of, uh, together, yeah. Yeah. um so we have uh, another sad category here uh edm disappointment for you edm disappointment for me yes um it doesn't come in a form of an artist or a track but mm-hmm. is edm in general for me yeah um for what it was to what it's now becoming mm-hmm. is a massive disappointment. Um, I think it's really went downhill this year. Um, it's just, it's just, it's going too slow and too um, trap, like trap music, if you yeah. will. But um, there's like the Chainsmokers, um, Martin Garrix and Dimitri and Mike with Diplo. Um, the role, the role, I don't know, it's just getting boring. 
and it's not big room anymore. Yeah. I mean, if that's the way it's going, then that's the way it's going. There's nothing that can be done. I, um, I understand that you um, do a little DJing once in a while. Is this like this trend? Does it make it harder for DJs and clubs like that to play with these songs? You know, when the crowd is mostly looking for a slow down tempo and they are adapted to like a like kind of a hype trying to hype up the crowd mentality with big room house well that's when you've got to use remixes mm -hmm. um you have to be able to read a crowd um you know you, you it, it all depends on the night as well yeah um like if yeah. you if you go to a techno club you don't play edm you know what i mean well not the edm yeah obviously if you big room no sorry. yeah i understand uh, so it, that that plays a, big, a massive, massive part, and really you have to be able to read the crowd, right. crowd, uh, with the start of the night, the end of the night. Um, you have to be able to say what they're into, really. Okay, interesting. Because I I don't go you I don't like because I'm not a DJ myself, or I don't really go to clubs or anything. But I could see how it's difficult for even I guess at festivals for DJs to uh, cater to what the crowd wants when the crowd wants yeah. a slow down tempo, maybe. I don't know because that's what seems like a lot of our uh, artists are trying to do edm artists are trying to do they're trying to catch what the chain smokers have been trying to produce because they've seen their success on the radio and like on awards and yeah. stuff like that as popularity i think it's popularity and money yeah money 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 i think that's all it boils down to and you don't want to see this road you don't you don't want to see edm artists go down that road you want to see more big room that's type right. of stuff yeah that's no right, yeah. I, I don't disagree um there are some songs like Alinium would be a guy that I would say um, he doesn't do big room, but he does a great job at um, using that slow down tempo sound. Um, yeah, yeah. Is that, um, is that what he's always? Doing? Yes, yeah. Most of his stuff is melody, dubstep, and um, kind of uh, uh, what's it called? Future bass type of stuff. All right. And yeah. It's 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 he he does it really well. Like he nails it on the head for that type of sound. So he does what he does really well. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah. So we have the last category here: EDM Artist of the Year. Who who would you choose? Um, I'm going with the people who produced um, me track of the year. I'm going to go with Axwell and Grasso. Nice choice. Um, these two, there's just no touching them. There's just no stopping them. They just keep getting better and better and better and bigger and better. Um, I'm Axwell. He's even get like like no, nobody likes the JJ when they go on the mic, but Axwell, he just comes, he just makes us laugh every time he's, he's, he comes out with stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that plays a big part in in enjoying the set. It's making you smile, making you happy. Yeah. You know which they, they, they do. Yeah. Who, who would you choose, Axwell or Grosso? Because they do um, songs separately as well, right? So who, if, if, if you could right, choose, yeah. uh, Axwell or Grosso. Um. Well. One of my all-time favorite songs is "In My Mind," so it has to be Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's yeah. a good song. It's very, it kind of captures what EDM, especially his type of sound, truly is. You know, especially exactly. the lyrics in that song. Like I remember watching the, because I heard it the first time at Tomorrowland after movie. It was in the 2012 song. Um, yeah, and it was it's 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 a really nice song. Um, it's but good. Yeah. I love it. It's nice and chilled. Well, it's not chilled, but it's like the vocals are sort of chilled. Yeah. But it's, but it's not chilled. If you know what I mean, it makes you go crazy. Yeah, it does. It's strange. Oh, what else again? Well, sorry. 
What was what was about yours? Oh, mine was you know who I my my baby boy you know Martin Garrix. I I have to go with him. You know he right, yeah. he had a great year. Like he was so prolific coming out with Seven Days of Garrix. Um, now that I've had you, I don't really like In the Name of Love, which I think he will be um, featuring more of that type of style. Um, in yeah. The, because I think he he had an interview. I can't remember an article that I read that. Um, he is stuff that he's coming out with is more of that type of stuff in terms of um, in the name of love and having it more lyrical and vocal based instead of uh, mute or uh, club mixes and festival mixes, yeah. which yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of personally. But I mean, I could see why, like I said, a lot of these EDM artists are trying to chase what the Chainsmokers have created in, you know, yeah, um, what they started. I, yeah, what they yeah, it's basically what they've started. Yeah. Sorry. They they when they fit when the chain smokers went massive with selfie. Yeah. Everybody, everybody was slaying them. Everybody hated them. Everybody thought they were this. They thought they were that. But now it's com the tables completely flipped. Yes. You know what I mean. Yeah, everybody yes. wants. They were to once a joke. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's kind of shocking and a little bit surprising. But I guess it, music in general like has ups and downs in terms of the way. Um, tempo is played like I think you have like a huge upspike of fast beat stuff and then a slowdown of slower type of music um, yeah but you you told me once uh, that like because I say now electronic music like it's the best time to be alive for electronic music and I remember you said yeah. 2014 is the best time to be alive for electronic yeah. music you still believe oh, that yeah, still believe it man yeah still believe it definitely <laughs> And um, of course, um, for the EDM artist era by Majuli and IS, they chose none other than Eric Preetz. So Really? Yeah, I mean, like, I wow. think Majuli, <laughs> I, I'll give it to Majuli, but IS, I think because he has liked Eric Preetz for, you know, forever, that's yeah, why he's going to give it to him because, he, yeah, he got more of what Eric Preetz does, you know. Yeah, um, like I, I'm wondering when Porter or Madian come out with their new albums, what am I gonna feel like? Am I gonna because I'm so high on Porter that you yeah. know, am I gonna just like whatever he dishes out? Because that's how I felt just about the Shelter song like was it. like because yeah. I think yeah, a lot of people love that song and I pers I I love that song and I played it probably for t like 24 hours straight when I first heard it, but after really? you listen to it, yeah, like I mean it's not it's not as good as any of the like it's like B side on that World's album I think personally um it just doesn't live to what those songs on that world's album have created and the feelings that you get from that type of music or his type of music from that world's album um so yeah. like i personally think it's inherently less impressive than most of his other stuff but i know other people think it's the best thing ever because not only does he include that that shelter song but he includes that music video i'm not sure if you've seen it but it's basically an animated hentai stuff yeah <laughs> basically uh so like i think a lot of people have attached to him um because of his japanese influence uh, yeah so that's why he has a big diehard super fan base um but yeah I mean, to each his own, obviously. Like, music, like we said, is everybody's personal taste, you know? It comes down to, you know, my music is better than yours, and so fuck you. Yeah, Basically. definitely agree. So, it's, it's just, been just over a little bit, 20 minutes now. I think uh, this little music companion thing that we did, uh, the after-review review of the year, um, 
I think is done now. So do you have anything to say to the fine people in Radio Land or podcast world? I, well, I just think if anybody wants to get in touch and wants their say or their review, that they should get in touch with us. Yes. This is just add us, get in touch directly. Yes. Um, drop us a comment, just leave anything. Um, and, and we'll discuss it on the next show. I know. Um, hopefully, I know. if anybody wants to, we can get them involved in the next show as well. Yeah, we, I've been getting a lot of emails from you or f- for you to be on this podcast, Sparks. Mainly from oh. Ayaz23, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that, but I'm, glad, I'm glad you're here today, though. I really appreciate you coming on, and I hope you um, are still you know, on board with us. It's and great are to be it's great I understand. Time. Yeah, like, I mean, I, we... we both of us understand that you're busy um and i'm busy too so whenever you can come out you know we really appreciate you coming out of course good to hear thank you very much mate all right take it easy you too bye